0: of discussing movies the host will spoil lots you've been warned
1: listen to their screams
0: greetings ghouls and creeps and welcome to listen to their screams a horror podcast i am one of your hosts dave i'm joined as always by the other host ike ike how are you doing
1: Oh, you know, I'm just uh, li- li- living the dream. I'm 2-0 uh, and 0 with COVID. I've beat it twice, so uh, <laughs> I, g- well, I guess it's uh, another
0: day above ground. It's a good day, right? Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah. Whenever you survive a sickness, I guess that's all right. I don't know if I'd call that living the dream, but it's, uh, it's living something. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us and listening this week. Uh, special thanks to our wives for all their support and their help with the research and everything else. Uh, this week, we're going to be reviewing Brooklyn 45, uh, which is out now on Shudder and AMC+. Plus. That's coming later in the show. But before we get there, Ike, besides that, uh, what else did you watch this week?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with being sick, I've had a, few, a couple of days to uh, watch some, watch some uh, TV shows and movies. Um, it, I would say it's horror adjacent, uh, but I started watching the TV show uh, Manifest. Oh, yeah. Um it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. I think there's, uh, I think they just finished it up. The whole series is out yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I would say it's kind of horror Jason cause it's kind of sci-fi esque. Um, and it has kind of an interesting premise that I kind of think is spooky. Um, but yeah, So if you've never seen manifest, I'd give it a try. Uh, it's, it's interesting to say the least. And then I did watch a couple of movies. um, I watched uh, Influencer, uh, which is on Shutter. It's uh, it's also a recent release from Shutter. Yeah, honestly, it was.
0: I, I watched that last week. Yeah, what'd you think of it?
1: I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I was really surprised by it. I thought it was. Um, uh, yeah, I honestly I thought I I did not see where it was going 100. Yeah. Um, because they kind of they bury the lead just a little bit. They're like, yeah, okay, this is a woman they take her out to an island or whatever and you know you don't really expect the ending that you get but it's it's really good i, I liked it a lot yeah it's kind of creepy
0: it's one of those uh it's one of those weird ass uh movies that when you watch it and you're like oh, that's not too much of a stretch that you right. know i can see something like that so that, that adds that always adds to the creep factor for me when i'm like man that shit could happen and uh you know if people that get caught up in and the online or the social media fame and, and and different things like that that you know it people do wacky wacky things for that kind of stuff so yeah it, it was it was pretty decent
1: and I was gonna say kind of building off what you just said it, when I was watching it it reminded me when I was in uh I, I for obviously I talked about it but I went on a cruise and I went to Canada and like I was just thinking like I, I talked to so many people in Canada and like. And not to say that they're scam artists, but like how many of those people would have like tried to scam me that that that's kind of what you start thinking about, you know yeah. is like you know you go to these different places on vacation, like how many of these people are like looking to score off somebody who's you you know <laughs> who who's able to be scammed it's 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 just an interesting thought process yeah it's um, wild. but also I watched uh leave on uh shutter that's also a shutter original. I don't know why I was into the shutter originals this week. Um, it was really good, too. Uh, it was pretty solid. Can't say much bad about it, honestly. Um, it has an interesting premise. It, it's a little paranormal, a little true crime. And then I also watched uh, The Girl Who Got Away on Tubi. Um, the acting was a little spotty, but it was overall a really good story. It had a pretty good uh, premise. Um, I'd recommend anybody watch it. It's free on Tubi. Tubi's a free service with ads. So, I mean, it can't be free.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't watch a whole lot. I, I rewatched the exorcist. I'm not sure what spawned that. Uh, i was <laughs> just scrolling through stuff and hit it, I guess. Oh, I watched that. While. So I, I rewatched that. Um, otherwise I haven't, I really haven't really watched a whole lot. Uh, I've, I've been watching a lot of Simpsons again. I don't know. I get, I get in these, you know, I've watched all the way through the Simpsons before that took a while, but, uh, I watched all the way through it just here recently. I've just been, I don't know, just been turning it on when I'm busy. Cause you know, in the background, but, uh, right. so I hadn't, I hadn't watched a whole lot this week, but, uh, hopefully that'll change this weekend because this is flash weekend and i'm dying to go see the flash um i you know not for the flash but for michael keaton but there we go not horror related but you know i'll take any opportunity i can get to talk about michael keaton
1: if you talk about ezra miller it's a little scary i mean let's be real here they are uh they're 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 a little out there you know and uh i totally respect uh them but it's uh yeah, it's 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 interesting. I feel I feel very bad for them because I know that they're not doing too great uh, in terms of mental health. So and <laughs> it, I was laughing the other day. Somebody made a meme. They're like, um, are they going to feature the the woman that uh, they kidnapped <laughs> in the movie? Yikes, I was yeah. like, oh, my God.
0: Woo. Yeah, for yeah. real. Well, it's that's a, hot off the press. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's a rough position when you have a movie like that with that much money sunk into it. And it's it's right. finished and you've already got promotional starting on it and this and that. And a lot riding on it and then stuff like that happens it's like i mean it's a weird position that to, to be in for a company it's like you know what do you do and well, uh
1: that's what i was gonna say like are you just supposed to scrap what what is uh it's a multi-million dollar movie just out the get-go i mean they, they've already like you said sunk all this movie into it money into it i mean they scrapped batgirl so it's like are they just gonna scrap a whole nother movie that they already have ready to go like and and like and that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand like don't get me wrong I don't agree with Ezra Miller I don't want to get on a soapbox but I don't agree with what Ezra Miller, Miller did or anything but you, you can't fault a studio for wanting
0: to at least make some money <laughs> you know what I mean like that's yeah. their that's their whole purpose and it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens coming out of so what I mean what will happen to th- on the promotional tour I right. mean will it will it just be Keaton <laughs> I mean and, and, and what happens moving forward I mean it's it's a, it's an odd position. It's an odd position to be in. And uh, you know, I don't know. I know ultimately it, it, you know, it comes down to dollars and sometimes that's that's not a good thing, but uh I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to see it and I and I'm just in my heart I'm just saying hey, you're supporting Michael Keaton as Batman. That's, that's what that's you're right. doing here. So you know, so that's that's you know I I don't I don't feel 100% pure on my motives or you know on this, but uh that's that's my angle. So but uh, you know, I've waited, I've waited 30 years to see Michael Michael Keaton <laughs> back as Batman, so I, I think I'm I think I'm due that much. But yeah, no 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 shame. I'm
1: I'm on the same page. You know, it, it, it's one of those it is what it is moments. You know, hopefully this is what I keep tell people. I've actually had the conversation but I tell them, yeah, first and foremost, I'm supporting create people who created this film. There's a lot of people who worked really hard on this movie, but yeah. also hopefully I'm I'm supporting you know Ezra Miller. You know recovering from what happened you know what i mean and hoping that they move on and do better things with their life
0: <laughs> yeah, let's hope because that's almost like a real life horror movie they're going on but uh it really is yeah all right well before we stray any further from the horror genre uh let's uh <laughs> let's get to our segment this week two truths and an a.i and this week, Ike, we're back to uh, three truths and an AI. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, I believe you're two and oh now on these. So uh, let's see. Uh, these are uh, put together by Monica, my wife, and uh, two. What this says is we have three descriptions of movies. Two of them are actual real movies, and one is generated by an AI with her her prompting. And uh, hopefully each time we do this, everything gets a little a little better. And it gets a little a little more difficult. We, we learn each time. So let's see what we can do. Ike, are you ready to play Two truths and an AI?
1: I think I am.
0: All right. Here we go. The first movie, the description is a shockumentary, which follows officer friendly, a psychotic policeman on a rampage of sex, drugs, murder and other worldly pleasures. All right. So that's your first one. OK. Number two. In the small, eerie town of Blackwood, a series of gruesome murders has struck fear into the hearts of its residents. Two local police officers, who have been partners for years, find themselves in the midst of a chilling investigation that will test their courage and unravel the sinister secrets of the town. That's kind of a long one. And the third description. A killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. As residents run from the horrors of the seediest parts of the city, they have nowhere to turn as they fear the very institution that should be protecting them. So th- okay. that is your three descriptions. And uh, we have a, well, a we have a, a law theme going on here.
1: Yeah. I was, So for sure, the third one, that's Maniac Cop. OK, 100 percent. That, that's a real movie. I'm just going to say that right now. That's that, what that I was is pulled. Straight from a maniac cop. I, I, I'm 100% like confident about that. So the other two, the other two are, are pretty similar. Um, and, and here, and here's the deal. Um, the other two movies, um, and, and you're right. We, the AI, either the AI is getting better or uh, Monica uh, is choosing to include some more details, perhaps um, to kind of refine the AI uh, because all of these have uh, pretty distinct details other than the third one. But the third one I know for sure is Maniac Cops, so I'm pretty confident about that one. So the other two, the other two, Here, here here's the issue. The first one, it says officer-friendly, and the second one, it, has, it says Blackwoods. Mm-hmm. So it has very, it has distinct, um, uh, what, what's the phrase? Uh, uh,
0: sure. Descriptions, like, characteristics, names? Yeah,
1: nouns. Uh, oh, yeah, they're yeah. very dis- distinct. Uh, Proper nouns proper nouns thank you i couldn't think of the word thank you very much so they have very distinct proper nouns and so this is where it gets tricky do i go with officer friendly now officer friendly doesn't sound like an actual character name it sounds like a joke like you know what i mean like oh hi i'm officer friendly you know what i mean um
0: not that that's not been done in movies before
1: true that is true hmm <laughs> This one's this one's actually getting tricky on me. I don't know if it's maybe my uh, my covid brain, but uh, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. Um, Hmm. Here here here's where I'm going to do. I think that. Number number one, I think number one is the fake one. I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling that the first one is the fake one. Officer friendly sounds a little too hokey. Um, the second one, I feel like it sounds familiar. Blackwood sounds familiar Some for some reason. I could be completely wrong. So my my saying is first one is the, the AI, officer friendly.
0: All right, here we go. Movie number one, a shockumentary which follows Officer Friendly, a psychotic policeman, on a rampage of sex, drugs, murder, and otherworldly pleasures. This is an actual movie called Dirty Cop No Dang. Donut from 1999. It is edited with scenes from Dirty Cop. I am a pig to create a DVD release. Wow. Uh, okay. So that is an actual. You're you're wrong this week. This This time, you are wrong. I got uh, stumped. Number two, in the small, eerie town of Blackwood, a series of gruesome murders has struck fear into the hearts of its residents. Two local police officers who have been partners for years find themselves in the midst of a chilling investigation that will test their courage and unravel the sinister secrets of the town. That is the AI-generated movie. And number three, a killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. As residents run from the horrors of the seediest parts of town, they have nowhere to turn as they fear the very institution that should be protecting them. That is Maniac Cop from 1988. Uh, That's a a fun movie. I I like Maniac Cop a lot. Uh, But uh, there you have it, Ike. The second was the AI. You were incorrect. As the first one that you guessed is actually Dirty Cop No Donut from 1999. I have to say that... uh, I may have to investigate these movies now and see see what that is all about because uh, those have some derogatory titles there. Um, <laughs> it looks like it's Dirty Cop No Donut, and the other movie is Dirty Cop I'm a Pig. Uh, wow, I mean, let's just get right to it. I- I'm guessing those were uh, straight to DVD releases. I don't I don't know if those got big theatrical releases, but uh,
1: yeah, I I just looked up Dirty Cop No Donut, and
0: yeah, it looks like a straight to DVD release. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you have it Ike is now two and one with two truths and an AI so the uh, apparently uh, like you said whether it's uh, Monica's influence or the AI is just growing it <laughs> we might have a Skynet situation this might be taking over soon uh, it has stumped you on this episode so uh, let's take a quick break and when we come back we're going to be having news and upcoming releases Make sure you subscribe to Listen to Their Screams on your favorite podcast platform. Also, make sure you look us up on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, TikTok, and Slasher. All you have to do is look up Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two in Screams, and you can find us there. Also, make sure you go and buy yourself a Listen to Their Screams t-shirt. You can find all of our shirts at tinyurl.com, screams shirts And we are back with the news.
1: Spread the news. I have COVID. Every Every
0: episode. Yeah, just spread the news, not the COVID.
1: (sighs) Not the COVID. All right, so we're going to spread some news, and we have
0: some good shit for you today. Right off the top. Before we dive into the news, speaking of COVID, I'm unfamiliar. I wonder if, this is completely on a side note, but as we brought it up, (laughs) I wonder if the horror genre has dipped into the COVID thing yet.
1: Like the, like the, like concept of COVID, like,
0: like as a horror. Not like the general concept, like specifically, because, you know, you always get the low level movies that are, you know, feeding off of things. So I wonder if there have been horror movies directly tied to COVID that have been released. Interesting thought. Hmm. I don't know. Go ahead, though. (laughs) Go ahead, Mr. Cronkite. Carry on with the news.
1: Alright. So, starting off at the top, we actually have a pretty pretty good news. Uh, we talked about this a little bit either last week or the week before, but uh, straight from Cineverse, Bloody Disgusting, and Screenbox, they have acquired Terrifier 3, and they're going to be having a wide theatrical distribution planned. Um, yeah. We talked about this a little bit. You know, Terrifier 2 had a very limited distribution, um, and that was something that both Dave and I uh, unfortunately suffered with because... Um, we weren't able to see it right away, um, so that kind of sucked. But um, definitely I'm glad to hear that the third one is going to get a wider distribution. Hopefully we'll be able to see it at a local AMC or whatever uh, theater chain that we have at the time. So
0: fingers yeah, we, crossed. <laughs> yeah, we discussed last week because we talked about, you know, that Terrifier 3 was official. Right. And it was having a, a bigger budget that, you know, Damien Leone has, has promised. He's staying true to the vision, staying true to the, the concepts, uh, you know, not straying from it. And then uh, th- there was the follow-up news this week that a hey, Screenbox, you know, they've which they had the tie to Terrifier Two, right? When it came out streaming, it was a, a Screenbox exclusive. And It looks like that's going to be the case again, and uh, that Screenbox is backing, so it'll eventually come to Screenbox. Uh, but that there, you know, it'll have a much wider theatrical release, which we speculated, right? We thought with the right. success that it had, the bigger budget, there's no way it, it should not have a wider release, and it uh, looks like now it's official. And um, I'm excited because imagine the money it made, the second one made. I mean, what are you going to do with the third one when there's more screens showing this movie? Uh, that's exciting.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then in uh somewhat unrelated news, uh, Lionsgate is reviving the Leprechaun franchise. Warwick Davis is not likely to reprise the role. Not that I'm ah. super surprised by that, uh, <laughs> but you know, here's the deal. Uh, you know, Leprechaun, the first movie, in my opinion, is one of the best B rated movies, you know, as far as Mm -hmm. horror movies go. Um, it's funny. It has some cool blood and gut type move, you know moves in it, and you know overall it's not a bad movie. It has Jen Aniston, and it. it's one of her earlier works. Um, so I you know I I have a special place in my heart for the original Leprechaun movie, but you know with modern technology and you know and everything else, I think that we could have a, a pretty decent uh, remake on that, and perhaps a more serious take on the concept. Um, but yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be down for that.
0: I would too. I, I again, I, I I also enjoy the first movie really don't care for hardly any of the sequels. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of, of many of them at all. Well, and, you don't uh, like Leprechaun Back to the Hood? No, no, no. Or In the Hood, or Back to the Hood, or In Space, or <laughs> whatever. I mean, they put that Leprechaun everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. And, um, you know, obviously, work Davis. I mean, he's, you know, he's older. He's not going to be able to, you know, do this kind of thing. Um, hopefully, perhaps, I mean, I would love to see them give him a little cameo of some sorts in it. Uh, just, you know, to, to pay nod, you know, pay a tribute to him but and here's my thing this this is either going to be it's going to be good or bad right i'm like you i hope i hope they 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 let's just make this even scarier right the the take the concept and what you did with the first one and lighten up the comedy even on it and just really lean into the horror and the terror because th- man this could be super scary and uh really creepy and um well, so uh, hopefully they do that, right? Hopefully this doesn't end up falling into where it, it ends up even feeling like a spoof of itself. Right. And uh, but I, you know, who knows? Um, and, you know, hopefully they give it some budget and everything else. Um, but you know, like I said, man, I you have a, the, the concepts there that to really make something kind of you know really super scary. And I mean, go with that, right? Let's 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 go with the terror and, and lighten up the comedy a little bit.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, moving on from news to some merchandise. This is actually pretty awesome. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video game. I think we mentioned this briefly on a episode a while back. Um, but it is now available for pre-order, both digitally and for physical copy. It will be available for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox platforms at this time. It will launch through Steam for PC at some point. Uh, Xbox Games Pass will have access Day one. and uh, it is set to arrive August 19, twenty three, with a price point of thirty nine ninety nine with a companion soundtrack and album also available. So here's the thing thirty-nine ninety-nine is not a bad price point.
0: That, for is, that is unbelievable. Yeah. really,
1: That's like half the price of games these days. I I bought Resident Evil 4 remake for almost eighty dollars. So shit, I'll buy a game for thirty nine ninety nine. Well shit, I don't have to buy it because I have games pass, so I'll have it for free day one. Um <laughs> so yeah. It's yeah, I'll be I will for sure be getting this. Um, now, I did also hear this is not included in this um, and I could be wrong, but I did hear that they are going to do a port to switch, but it's not going to be a part of the initial release. It's going to be down the road.
0: Yeah, I hope so, because right now I, I only have a switch uh, and I would really like this game. I suspect maybe thirty nine ninety nine is maybe the digital price Then it might be yeah. a little more for a physical. But which is, you know, there. I, I like to have a physical copy, copy, excuse me, copy, because um, you never know. Right. I'm I'm even leaning that way now on on movies that I'm like the the stuff that I really like. I really I, I, I love my digital, but I almost feel like I want to have physical copies also just to protect because, you know, s- streaming stuff and online stuff is it's always altering and changing with the rights and uh, services merging and everything else. Anyway, that's a side side thing. But anyway, I'm excited about this game. I, I cannot wait uh you know this is going to be a blast uh any horror games that are based on movies and especially an iconic movie like texas chainsaw massacre i mean that's exciting i mean this is gonna be fun And, and it leans heavy into the original right this is this is based pretty much primarily on the original and uh man that's gonna be fun i can't wait to play it
1: yeah absolutely And then, um, this is not in our notes, but I wanted to go ahead and throw this out there because, obviously, for the handful of people who watch this, this might be good information for you to have. But on June 8th, it was uh, announced uh, from the Friday the 13th game uh, entity that their license was expiring for the content. So. The uh, license for their Friday 13th game is expiring December 31st, 2023, and on yeah. that date, the game will no longer be available for sale physically or digitally, so that means that um, you, if you want the game, get it now. Now, the game will continue to function through at least December 31st of 2024, if we or if you already own it, and at this time, they've made the decision to reduce the game price to $4.99 for the base yeah. game, and... 99 cents for each piece of dlc content and they're going to offer that through the 31st um so i want to throw that out there because i know dave loves this game i love this game if you love friday 13th you probably have this game too lots of digital content for this game which i need to get on top of speaking of yeah Um, me too the only thing that i'm going to say that it's going to really suck about this is correct me if i'm wrong there's not really like a single player mode to this game is there
0: uh, there is, if you have the physical copy, okay. There, uh, yeah. There, uh, you can just do like a playthrough thing on it and, uh, and everything else. I, which I have the physical copy, which see, again, that's, you know, one of those things where it's like, I, I, sometimes I get nervous not having physical copies on some of this stuff, but, uh, yeah, I, I believe there is on the, if you have a physical copy, I, I don't gotcha. know otherwise, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like all that DLC stuff, I'm, I'm, I got to jump on that. It's all dirt cheap right now and I'm just like, going to buy whatever thing I can. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, It's a it's a cool game. But, uh, you know, along with that, though, there's already talks that, you know, another there's another company or or another whatever, a studio that's going to begin producing a new Friday the 13th game. So that'll be interesting to see what that is. Um, I mean, this one is really, really great. Uh, So we'll be curious to see what what is what happens on uh, on a new one going forward. So, I mean, obviously, someone else is going to pick up the license and uh, and everything else. So. It'd be interesting.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. So, fingers crossed. We'll see what happens.
0: But uh, especially with now, Crystal Lake <laughs> coming out. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, that could tie into a new game. Uh, it, you know, it, it could be exciting. But uh, no, I mean, hats off. This is a great, great game. The, the one that's that's currently out there, and uh, you know, it's. I mean, it's it's great. It's one. Of, I mean, one of the better TV based horror games that I've ever I've ever played. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Movie based. I mean, No, I would,
1: yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But, uh, well, all right. So now we have a couple of upcoming birthdays and anniversaries. We have on the 15th of this month, uh, from 1964, we have the birthday of Courtney Cox, who plays... Gail Weathers in the Scream franchise and, of course, well-known for her role as Monica Geller in Friends. Courtney Cox, of course, is a reoccurring entry, uh, or I should say entity in the Scream universe, was in the most recent Scream and will most likely be in the next Scream. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's that's like a the, cockroach. You just can't kill her.
0: Yeah, I See, Courtney Cox, right? That's that, uh, that's that girl from that Bruce Springsteen video, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh,
1: I love it. And then um June sixteenth, nineteen fifty-five, Lori Metcalf, uh, who plays Billy Loomis's mom and killer from Scream Two. She's Jackie Young Roseanne in the Connors, but more importantly, she is Mary Cooper from Big Bang
0: Theory. That's right. Yep. She's she's great and she's hilarious. Uh I enjoy I mean, I enjoy her in all those roles. Um she, you know, she's a highlight of them all.
1: You know, I I didn't know that that was the same person until I started watching The Big Bang Theory, like, all the way through recently. I was like, why does that woman look so familiar? That's fucking Billy Loomis'
0: mom. (laughs) And little known fact, I mean, not to stray too far, but in the, uh, what's the, uh, shit, what's the other, the prequel series? Uh, Why am I shooting a blank on this? Oh, Young Sheldon? Young Sheldon, yes, excuse me. Uh, Young Sheldon, the one that plays the mom in that, uh, Mary Cooper in that. That is Lori Metcalf's daughter that plays her. Huh. So it's pretty cool that the daughter plays the younger version of the mom. I mean, that's why there's so much resemblance. So there you go. You
1: know, I, I didn't. I never realized that. But that's actually pretty cool, though. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Way, way to go. Whoever produces those shows, you guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, as cool as that is, we have a couple of upcoming movie anniversaries. These are actually big some ones. pretty big, big, big ones, ones. Yeah. Um, pretty par- paramount. Uh, so sharing a birthday with Laurie Metcalf, uh, which came, this came out five years after Laurie Metcalf's birthday, weirdly enough on 1960, June 16th, psycho, it, it released that's wild. That's, uh, that's yeah. f- 63 years old. Wow. Uh, unreal. Yeah.
0: Still a great movie.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, on June 20th, 1975, we have jaws. Wow. So that's celebrating what it's 48th birthday.
0: Yes, an unbelievable movie, one of my favorite movies love jaws
1: um <laughs> and then a couple, a couple of new releases completely unrelated to those um June sixteenth sharing her birthday with Psycho and Laurie Metcalf uh. The Blackening in theaters this weekend. Uh, all, so basically, this movie is seven friends go away for the weekend, only to find themselves trapped in a cabin with the killer who has a vendetta. They must pit their street smarts and knowledge of horror movies to, against the murderer to stay alive. This is starring Grace Byers as Allison, Jermaine Fowler as Clifton, and Melvin Gregg as King. Um, I'm super stoked for this movie. Uh, in fact, there's actually a free, uh, the Pensacon, the local. Uh, Comic Con here in Pensacola they actually rented out in the local movie theater and they've uh, put up free showings of this movie like for like a week straight now oh, cool. and uh, I haven't had a chance to go take advantage of the free screening which sucks but I am still going to see this movie because I'm super stoked about it, it looks yeah. hilarious it,
0: lo- it looks funny
1: but uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool though I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong are we at some point reviewing this movie or is this just something we had on our list
0: no, we haven't. We haven't really said anything about reviewing. I we'll probably, you know, talk about it some when we a little bit when we watch it. But I don't know, you know, if we'll do a few re- for you, I, you know, because I don't know if two white guys should be really <laughs> giving an in depth review of this. I don't know if we're properly properly equipped to to give a good review of this. But we'll talk you know, about it, our, our feelings of it.
1: That that is a very good point. You know, I, I didn't think about that. Two white dudes reviewing a movie called The Blackening. Um, <laughs> oh lord.
0: But I look forward uh, cool to seeing them.
1: Now, now this is a movie we could review uh, because this, this person is, I presume, a Caucasian. But <laughs> June thirteenth, uh, "Bo is Afraid" is available for digital rental. Following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafkaesque odyssey back home. This is starring Joaquin Phoenix and Amy Ryan. Um, so yeah, this has got our boy Joaquin in it.
0: Yeah, this is that. Remember that, that trippy movie we watched the trailer to? That was so weird and confusing and i don't know what to make of this i don't know this movie is wild it's like i feel like you got to drop the brown acid before you watch this thing <laughs> it's a it looks trippy and uh i don't know i i mean at some point i will watch it and i hope that when i watch it i'll be you know it all makes sense to me but from watching the trailers i i i'm not afraid to admit i have no clue what the hell this is but yeah
1: my my uh my wife said the same thing she was like i I, what what is this movie even about and i was like i don't have the slightest fucking clue what this movie's about but i want to watch it that's how i know
0: i love joaquin phoenix so
1: absolutely joaquin phoenix could do anything um side note i'm really excited for uh what is it a joker 2 Mm Mm-hmm. yeah very cool very cool (laughs) All right, we have one more upcoming release, and this is a digital release. So this is something that anybody who has a streaming service can watch. We have on June 15, 2023, Jagged Mind on Hulu. When Billy starts dating a mysterious new girlfriend, she suffers blackouts and strange visions that feel like she's living in the same moments of her life over and over. So that is coming to you straight on streaming on Hulu on the 15th. So if you're not able to go out and watch one of these movies in theaters, you know, The Blackening or any of the other movies that are out there, check this one out. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, we be looks, checking this
0: out. It All looks right. very cool. I've, I've seen some. Uh, trailer and stuff for this and it it and it looks like it'd be pretty good so i'm actually looking forward to seeing this movie on hulu
1: absolutely i'll probably check it out too I, i'm always down for a good streaming release um you know at least give me something to watch you know while well, when i don't have much else to watch but uh well all right So that pretty much does it. Check out these movies. Check out these anniversary movies. Check out these actors, actresses, all that good stuff. And keep an eye out for more news and uh, whatnot on our uh, social media pages. We post about this stuff all the time. Um, But uh, otherwise, let's move on and get right into our review of Brooklyn 45.
0: Listen to Their Screens is now a Fangoria collaborator. Get 20% off your order at shop.fangoria.com by using the promo code listen to screams at checkout. That is listen to number two and screams. Or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, and we are back here on Listen to Their Screams, and it is main event time as we are giving our review of Brooklyn 45, which is available on Shudder and AMC Plus. It is five military friends, best friends since childhood gather together to support their troubled host and the metaphoric ghosts of their past become all too literal, starring Anne Ramsey and Ron E. Rains. Um, this movie, um, it was intriguing, right? And I, I saw a lot. Shutter's really pushed it, and and it's a period piece, right, set right after World War II. Uh, obviously, the 45 comes from 1945, and uh, it, it, it seemed pretty intriguing. So I thought, let's dive into this and and, and watch it. Plus, it's got the lady that the, one of the main the main lady in the in the movie uh, was in A League of Their Own, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love baseball movies. And uh, so uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't recognize a whole lot of other people in the movie besides her, but uh, but it was very well acted. I will say that right up top it uh, the, the cast did a spectacular job and, uh, it, it, and it looked good. Right. From the period standpoint, it, it looked very good, looked very fitting uh, for the time and, and everything else. Um, and and the movie was, the movie was pretty good, right? It was, it was interesting and it was, it was a good watch. Um, I I have a few qualms with it because it, it didn't, right. There was this, they did the seance to reach out to the other side and, and and contact what he was trying to contact the the ghost of his his wife who had recently uh, killed herself. And, um, but they didn't, to me, they didn't lean into the horror and the paranormal much, much into it. Right. It ended up being more of an introspective piece on 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 the real horrors that, of people and the things they do, and right, right and a lot it leaned a lot into the horrors of war and what wh- war does to uh, people and makes them do and things and what people have to live with. And while I respect all that and everything else, it, it kind of threw me for a loop. Not what I expected. I guess I expected more of the ghost stuff, um, but it was still I mean a fairly decent movie uh, and a pretty easy watch. Uh, and like I said, it was it was very well acted. Like, uh, what do you think of Brooklyn Four Five? yeah
1: absolutely um well one side note uh weirdly enough and and Ramsey, who you said is in uh, a league of their own is also uh in a taking of De- Deborah Logan. she plays uh, Deborah Logan's mm, yeah. daughter Sarah Logan uh great movie by the way uh but yes Brooklyn forty five uh fantastic movie um I honestly really liked how they approached this um i I, I do somewhat agree that they could have potentially leaned a little more into the horror aspect. Um, but I thought it was kind of refreshing how they did uh, this was basically a horror movie, but they used some of the horror uh tributes attributes to kind of further a different story and and it wasn't necessarily supposed to be this like knock down drag out you know a balls out horror. it was supposed to be more of a a subtle horror, you know what i mean yeah, and, and yeah. you're and you're right it was more about that kind of like uh, horror when it comes to um the horrors of war, the horrors of real life. And, and and I mean, really, it really does, you know, peak on that because uh, one of the main plot points is that um, one of the characters is standing uh, trial uh, for something that had occurred during World War II. And uh, w- what had happened was is that, you know, he was claiming he was innocent, but during, the uh the the basically throughout the haunting and the night and whatnot uh you basically learn that he is in fact definitely not uh innocent he's in fact very guilty of what they're accusing him of, um yeah. and, and it's very interesting how they you know approach this but also it, it, it uh it very much talks about a very real issue that happened in the 40s and 50s was that people really didn't like German people, um yeah, and, and one of the primary premises of this film was that. Uh, There was a German girl who lived down the road um, from the host, Mm -hmm. pardon me, the host, which was, I think, uh, was Clive, was it? Lieutenant Colonel Clive, something Mm -hmm. the other. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of the guy who invited everybody to his house. And there was a German girl who lived down the road, and his wife, who had died previously via suicide, claimed that this woman was a Nazi. Um, and this is very common during uh, World War Two is that, you know, if you were if you sounded German, even if you did, even if you weren't German, but you sounded like European, everybody thought you're a Nazi, right? You know, you're a Nazi spy. Same thing with like the Cold War. If you look anything right. like Russian, you know, you, you they thought you're a Russian spy.
0: Yeah, I was going to uh, say even later with, you know, like, yeah, with the red scare. And I mean, everybody thought that the guy next door was a communist. I mean, yeah, this was there was a lot of terror um <laughs> kind of you know, a lot of it instilled by the government uh, that, right. that, you know, that uh, that your neighbor was a uh, was a, a spy infiltrating our society. But uh,
1: well, and, and not to not to get too political and not to, you know, maybe throw a huge hot take out there. But uh, e- even more recently, what uh, what everyone thinks of people who believe in the Islam faith, you know what I mean? Right. If, if you see a hijab or you see a, a turban or a burqa or anything that resembles a head covering. People are like, oh, that's a terrorist. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so it's a very it's a very relevant, uh, you know, idea that they're talking about. And uh, it's not just exclusive to 1945 Germans. It's it's very relevant today, yesterday, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yep. Um, so with that in mind, this, this whole story, it, it, it's basically, in my opinion, it, it's talking about some of the hugest issues that we had in the 40s. Um, you know, r- basically right after the war, but also it, it very much does give you a very scary look at, you know, what what haunts you sometimes is not ghosts, but your own personal ghosts. And now it's kind of the the idea is that all these people have their their demons in their closets, and they had to kind of confront them to survive the night. And yeah, it was, it was very interesting how they approached it. I I really liked that. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I was very surprised by it because I was not anticipating it to be so good. Um, But then it turned out being pretty solid in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, it played heavily on uh yeah. What people will do in certain situations, right? When they're backed Mm -hmm. into certain corners, Um, even through the party itself, uh, and the one guy who was the uh whatever you call him the analyst or the uh the number cruncher guy right that that, that everybody made fun of through the entire evening as being weak because he he hadn't saw service right he he, he wasn't out there and um i mean he was the guy that through this court this course of this evening killed like two people right shot yeah. like two people and everything else and and obviously kind of freaked his wife out and everything else but here was this you know it, the the whole play on when when a person is put into certain situations, uh, you know, they're, they're, they have the capability to do, do, do horrific things and, um, and, and, and everything else. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, like I said, it was one of those things where, yeah, you go in expecting one thing and they, and they gave you something else. And, um, yeah, when you take a moment to think about it, honestly, you know, what they gave you can be a little scarier than what you were anticipating. Right. Because it's, it's easy to, uh, to dismiss, you know, ghosts and the the paranormal stuff because it's easy to say, "Oh, that does that's not real," right? If that's what you want to say, and uh, it, so it's easy to try to dis- dismiss that. But when you talk about, you know, war crimes and 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 some of these kind of things, you can't say that, right? Because this stuff happens, and um, so yeah, it's almost it, it, one of those cases where sometimes the the true terror, the true horror, the true actions is, is, are a little scarier than the ones that can be imagined. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was much more a, uh, a human nature piece than what I anticipated. Right. It was, uh, it talked much more about than people instead than what I was anticipating. And I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. And and again, um, I wasn't familiar with most of the people in this cast uh, outside of Ann Ramsey, uh, but they all did a spectacular job, right? This was a very well acted, uh, acted movie. And, uh. And it was also very cool that they very well did. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not properly said, but that it was a, a pretty much a one location shoot, right? There was all in this one room of the host of the host house, the whole movie. I mean, there was a, you know, a couple pretty scene the closing scene outside of the home, but the, the meat of the movie was just a, a, a one location shot, right? It was all, you know, you weren't, There weren't flashback scenes per se. There weren't all this other stuff to show different things and whatever else. It it took place in this room. Uh, But it played on so many different emotions and so many different things. Right. The guy was was frantic because of the loss of his wife. Right. He was. And that's a very well, a very real pain. Right. That, uh, you know, and and didn't know what he was going to do and how he was going to carry on with his life because. Of the, of the change and, and, and the impact of it and everything else. So it was a, it was a, I mean, it was, it was kind of a heavy movie, you know, which I didn't, I did not anticipate uh, going into it. I really, I honest, honestly anticipated going into it. And again, I had not watched the trailer. had not heard a whole lot of it outside of just reading that vague description. I very much anticipated that it would be a much more comedic ghost kind of movie. Right. That's really what I anticipated. And it was absolutely not that at all. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised by it. And uh, I was pretty happy that that we decided to go with this and and watch it. And uh, I think Shudder, I I think this is a movie that people shouldn't sleep on and it should really give a chance.
1: I 100 percent agree. And sorry, I I was, you know, while we talk, I usually will look at IMDb and look at these individual people and see if I can find anything fun about them. Um, so the character that plays the, uh, the major, major Paul, something or the other, um, he was the one that was trying to kill the German girl. Yeah. His, his name is Ezra Buzzington. And fun fact, Ezra Buzzington was born in good old Muncie, Indiana. Wow. Um, Look at that. So for people who don't know, I used to live in Muncie, Indiana. I'm from Columbus, Indiana, which is Southern Indiana, but I lived in Muncie, Indiana for almost five years. Um, so it's very interesting to see that he was born there, uh, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Ezra Buzzington,
0: but, uh, that's a, uh, that's quite the last name there.
1: It It is. It, it is very, it's quite the last name and it's quite the small world. If you ask me,
0: I mean, well, you got, you got a first name like Ezra, and then you follow that up with Buzzington. Uh, that's a, well, that's, that's a one, two punch right there. I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: Ezra Buzzington, but,
0: uh, but absolutely. Um, back to your point. Um,
1: I one hundred percent think that, you know shutter it we're really shutter is really showing up with some of these movies. Uh, I mentioned earlier, but the movie Leave was another shutter original that I watched. And um, you know you have this. and <clears throat> Shutter really put out some really yeah. good
0: shit. I mean, In- influencer we talked about
1: influencer. Um, and then what was the one that we watched last year that was really good. the the first person one? Oh, Deadstream. Deadstream yeah, Deadstream. Honestly, I, I, you know, I got to say Death Crown, one of my favorite found footage movies of all time. But um, yeah, one of our top
0: top five movies of 2022 for us that we yeah. uh, horror movies that we watched. So absolutely. I mean,
1: and, and that's the thing is like they're they're making all this good shit um and and they're continuing to make good shit and they're going to continue to make good shit um and i think that it's only going to get better because i think they're kind of refining their formula and they're getting a little more adventurous because in my opinion brooklyn 45 was more adventurous than some of their other movies you know found footage movies are pretty safe um you know influencer it's kind of like a you know like a serial killer-esque movie you know yeah. Um, the other movie that I mentioned, uh, live, leave, that's again, that's more of like a horror movie or more of a ghosty movie. But Brooklyn 45 was very adventurous, I think, in comparison to some of the other movies, because it definitely took on a more human and more more of a humanitarian approach to horror uh, than it did the just the pure blatant horror. So, yeah, yeah, if you haven't watched it or if you're not subscribed to Shudder, I'd recommend it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do too. Uh, again, we, we plug it all the time, right? I I, I really hope if you're a, a horror movie fan, and I'm assuming you are if you're listening to us right now, um, you cannot go wrong by subscribing to Shudder and, and Screenbox because they, they have a lot of good content out there, right? And there's a lot of stuff that you don't find on other platforms, right? A lot of a, of exclusive original content that you, they're not, you're not going to see anywhere else. And, um, and it's, it's good stuff, right? There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of gems uh, that are out there that you're not going to see in the theater and, and you're not going to see on the major platforms. And, uh, and again, you can't go wrong with, with shutter because I mean, hell, if you subscribe to AMC plus, you're getting shutter as part of the deal. Right. So, you know, just go for it all uh, because, I mean, if you're a horror fan, right, and, and you into zombie stuff, you get the AMC Plus. You're getting all the Walking Dead stuff with that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it's 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 a fun movie. Uh, it was really enjoyable. It was a, uh, it was surprisingly good, and and it, it, it went, uh, like I said, a different way than what I expected. Which is, uh, it's kind of you know that's that's surprising a lot of times, right? Because there's so often when you anticipate something, that's what you get, and it kind of makes a movie fall flat. And this really this really was different than what I anticipated. It really, really was. Um, so, uh, so before we uh, move on and talk, you know, close things out, let's, uh, let's rate this thing. I uh, And then I always go first. Let's, let's let you go first. What are you rating Brooklyn 45, uh, the shutter uh, original movie?
1: I am going to give Brooklyn 45, a solid 3.5 out of five. Um, you know, I didn't think that this was, you know, like a four out of five movie, you know, it was great, but you know, Four to five has been reserved for different movies over the last you know year or so that we've been doing this, um, so I think three point five is a perfect personification of this film.
0: Yep, I agree. Three point five is what I was thinking too. Uh, like we said, what the way the way we rate it, uh, a three is kind of a middle of the pack. Oh, that was fun, uh, you know, just kind of straight ahead, you know, good watch, whatever. Uh, but I think this movie went just a, a notch above that, uh, but it didn't go so far that it was you know you know, setting new standards or or really raising the bar or anything. Uh, That's not a knock, but uh, but I would also give it a three point five because, you know, it it was a it was an enjoyable watch. Uh, And I really think that uh, I really think that it would have a lot of wide appeal to a lot of different people. It's just that there's a lot there's a lot lot to this movie. Uh, And it's, it's it was enjoyable. I was I was I was hopeful going into it and I was I was pleasantly surprised coming out of it. So, yep. and uh, and next week, speaking of hopeful, on next episode, I am so hopeful of this because next episode we are going to review Cannibal Cabin, and we <laughs> uh, we gave a little a little preview of this last episode. This is available uh, video on demand on those platforms and services, and um, I don't know why I'm so psyched for this movie because it, just the name Cannibal Cabin, I'm I'm expecting a, a fun gory slasher type movie with cannibals. I mean, it, it, this has got wrong the first wrong turn feel to me, right? Uh, these these kids are going someplace. They get sidetracked. In order to, to continue their trip, they're going, they wind up in a cabin with cannibals. I'm telling you, this sounds fun. I hope I'm not disappointed. But uh, tune in next episode to find out if we are. Uh, this this kind of is one of those movies that sounds like it could be right up my alley. This, this could be, this could be in the Dave's sweet spot, and I'm hoping that I am correct in that. Um, Ike, are you looking forward to giving Cannibal Cabin a shot? You know,
1: I I, I am, but I'm also a little afraid. Um, you know, I don't usually go by, uh, you know, ratings on any of these websites, but it's got me a little worried. It's a, it's like a three out of ten. Um <laughs> Now to be fair I I do like poorly rated horror movies sometimes the the worse they are rated the better they are um but uh you know I'm 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 hopeful you know what I mean I I think that it's got some you know some positivity that you know maybe it could be good <laughs> um you know the uh, uh, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give it a shot. See what happens because what's the worst that's going to happen. It's going to be a bad movie and I wasted an hour. That's
0: all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing right now. There's not a whole lot of big releases out there theatrically. So it enables us to do things like this, right? It enables us to, to dip the toe, dip the foot a little further into the water. And then, and, and let's see what's swimming a little deeper. And uh, let's see, you know, like I said, Brooklyn four five pleasantly surprises Brooklyn 45. I don't know why I keep saying four or five. It's a year. Brooklyn 45 pleasantly surprised us. Cannibal Cabin, right? Can it, can it walk the fine line of cheese to make us happy? We'll see. Tune in next episode and find out what we thought. Uh, but make sure you don't miss that by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform. We are on all of them. Look us up there. We're there. And while you're there looking us up and subscribing, make sure you give us a rating and a review because that helps us in all those algorithms, right? It helps us when people subscribe to other horror podcasts. And you get that whole you might like thing. If we've got yep. those ratings and those reviews, that puts us up there, right? Where where we get more exposure and helps us grow. And, and that's what we want, right? We all want to, to, to spread the network, right? The Screams Network. The to Listener to of Screams Network. Uh, and and let's, let's get us a bigger audience, right? Because the more people that are listening, the more opportunities it presents to us. And uh, we have a lot of things that we'd like to do on the show, right? We have people we'd love to talk to and interview uh, with, uh, along with our reviews and do different things like that, right? Conventions we'd like to go to. Uh, premieres we'd like to go to, uh, bigger uh, screener links we'd like to get. And we can get there if we have your help, and the ratings and reviews will help us grow and help us get there. So uh, just take a few minutes and do that for us if you enjoy what you're listening to. And like I said earlier, follow us on social media because there's a lot more content out there that we're putting out, We uh, a lot of anniversaries, a lot of birthdays, a lot of news that we share on there. And, And not all of that makes it into the podcast, right? There's a lot of stuff happening day to day and we're sharing it on social media. So if you want to stay current and stay up to date, hey, we're we're your source. So make sure you follow us. We're on all the social media platforms. Just look us up and give us a follow on all those. So, Ike, right, before we close out and get out of here, uh, anything you want to say?
1: You know, um, all i got to say is that, um, again, I'm 2-0 with COVID. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's hope that's my own, only two fights with COVID. Uh, I'm, I'm tired. I don't like being sick. I hate it.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely true. You're two and zero against COVID two and one, in the AI, two truths in AI. So, uh, you know, what? that's we we, I feel like we got, like you said last week, I think I feel like we got boxing rankings going on here. And, uh, for real, uh, you're, you're, you're climbing the uh, contendership, uh, for it all. So, all right. So until next week, when we are reviewing cannibal cabin, wherever you go and whatever you do, be good Be safe and have many pleasant nightmares.